0: welcome to black talk radio hosted by kristen ayana listen as we discuss the latest in black culture black news and black entertainment what's good y'all it's your girl kristen ayana and welcome back to black talk radio where we discuss the latest in black culture black news and black entertainment now i'm super duper excited because we got groovy in the building today how are you how you? How you
1: feeling i'm doing good i'm chilling today
0: Okay, okay. You know, it's a Friday. It, it's a little rainy today, but yeah, we it's moved. been rainy
1: like this whole weekend.
0: Yo, I feel like Jersey and New York has become like a rainforest cafe.
1: Yeah, and I'm always outside, so it's annoying. Yeah, it yeah. definitely.
0: I definitely agree with you. It definitely is annoying. But we are very, very excited to have you today. Um, we know you from Jersey, so big am, Jersey. We don't. Big get, Jersey. We don't get a lot of. We don't get a lot of Jersey people here. No, everyone I feel like is a lot of times from New York. Are you looking hard enough? I am, okay. Okay. but okay. I don't know. It's like, of course we get Jersey people, but it's like always New York or even people that are like visiting from okay. like out of state. So I'm always like super excited when we have like a Jersey, a Jersey. Person. No, I'm excited
1: to be here and I'm excited to support like Black women. So that's oh, what, yeah, thank so you so, so
0: much. Here. I appreciate that. So for those who may or may not know. Can you just tell us who you are and of course what made you start getting into music
1: for sure um well my name is groovy i make r&b jersey club fusion Mm
0: -hmm.
1: i've been into music for like five years now since i was like 18. Mm -hmm. Uh, i had a friend reg mason who's a current rapper still from jersey Uh, he introduced me to recording i eventually started doing my own thing and now i'm here
0: nice When you first started making music, were you, like, nervous at first, or?
1: It's not, like, nervous, but when you first start making music, the weirdest part is hearing your own voice. Mm. Because, like, how I sound right now in my ear is not really how you sound, like, on a recording. Right. So you gotta adapt to that change. So now I know what my studio voice sounds like, so it's, like, regular. Mm -hmm. But back then, I was like, whoa, why do I sound like that? (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) <laughs> nah for sure
0: i i definitely feel you on that i
1: was gonna say you gotta know from doing this like, yeah
0: girl. i remember like my i used to maybe low-key hate my voice in a sense okay. like like hearing it back yeah but now i'm so like girl
1: and i feel like the more you do it you almost kind of train your voice to how you want it to sound on the recording mm-hmm. like now i feel like i like my studio voice sounds nice because i work on it like, you know right, what i mean when you right. first start you don't know even how to do that
0: yeah that's true. I've heard artists say that um I feel like too like especially for people that sing
1: yeah
0: um they've people have told me like how you sound like outside of the mm. studio and like when you record like it's it can be very different and you kind of yeah. gotta find that middle ground
1: singing live and singing in the studio are like two completely different things mm. so some people are better at one or the <laughs> other or both so
0: Got you, got you. So as far as like, you know, growing up in Jersey, being from Jersey, Mm -hmm. how would you say that has like impacted you as an artist today?
1: Uh, Well, the most obvious one is the club, like (laughs) Jersey club. I've been listening to Jersey club music since I was like 10 uh, from back with like DJ Frosty, Frosty. Lil Man, even like DJ Lil Taj and all them. Mm -hmm. So I grew up listening to it. I always liked the music. I never really thought it'd be something I'd be doing myself, Mm -hmm. but here we are, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like Jersey Club has like really. It's crazy. It's viral
1: right, right now for sure.
0: Who? Cause just I remember like being in middle school, like all the parties um, mm. at at those like teen clubs or like or at
1: people's houses.
0: Yeah, at yeah. people's houses, the skating rink. Like, who would think like this would become this global thing?
1: Honestly, hold on. Let me clear my throat. But... Uh huh. <clears throat> I say we have to thank like Batman Real, mm. uh, Cookie Kawaii. Yes, she oh my gosh. Another black woman doing her thing. Uh, Unique, DJ yes, Unique. Yes, definitely. They kind of brought it to the internet. Right. Whereas like before, like with Frosty and um, and uh, Little Man, it was like a community thing. Right. Like which it was, was great. Right. But it was, it was, but like it was like very inside thing. It was very small, yeah. very just in Jersey. Like on YouTube and stuff. Right. But like Cookie Kawaii, Batman Real, they took it to TikTok and they mm. put it on Instagram. They got like people involved from outside of New Jersey, and that's how you push things. Is you got to get like everybody involved,
0: right? Yeah. yeah, definitely for sure. Now, what are your thoughts on Philly? You know, saying that they created Jersey Club.
1: <clears throat> um, so Philly's doing that thing. Philly's definitely doing that thing. They got some hit songs. They got some popping artists over there. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't <laughs> really cool. Like that I like heard. that's that on that. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I respect it. I respect it. Now, talking about just Jersey Club music, mm-hmm. um, you know, TikTok, the internet. I mm-hmm. had to get into your song, yeah. Jersey Love. Yeah. Um, it's really going crazy right now. Yeah. Like congratulations Thank you. on all your success so far. Thank you. So I just want to know like what was it like creating that record? And how do you just feel about it overall?
1: Um, well obviously like that record is about a girl. Yeah, obviously so <laughs> I wrote it about someone specific. Um, and I don't even know if she knows like she wasn't really interested in my career like that. So I don't even know if she knows the song's out, which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I just wrote a song about a girl over like the slow part of the club beat. Um and then when we was, when we were in the studio I was like, Yo, like we should speed it up and mm-hmm. that's when I said like the alley speed it up. Uh, and it just went crazy. Like, I posted a TikTok of it, mm-hmm. and day one, I got, like, way more engagement than I was used to.
0: Mm.
1: And so I was like, oh, I'm gonna keep it going, because, and at the time, I didn't know, but that's how TikTok works. They like when you just keep something going. Yeah. They like you to beat up a trend, and then they push it to other people. So I kept posting, I kept posting. I'm noticing people are, like, excited. Like, they're like, oh, I can't wait for this to drop. That never happened to me before. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I never had people anticipating me dropping something. So, like, at the time of release, like, we already had, like, 5,000 streams. Mm. And so, b who's also on the song, right. he's very popular in New York. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe more so in New York than he is here. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to clubs in New York with him. They're playing the song. Mm. I never heard my music played in the club before this. Like, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I'm like, oh, they're playing it in the club. People are making TikToks. Everything's, like, happening. Mm. And then we start doing shows. People know the lyrics at the shows. I'm like, yo, what is going on? <laughs> and then May hits, mm-hmm. and the song goes, like, actually viral. Like, Right, full full The voice. numbers, like, the, the creates on TikTok start jumping by the tens of thousands. Like, mm-hmm. It was 10K, 20K, 30K. Then we hit 100K. And that's when I knew, like, okay, this is this is what I'm going to be doing for a while. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, that's amazing. I love that you really gave us, like, the play-by-play.
1: Yeah, people need to know.
0: Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, how it happened, um in real time. And mm. I think that's amazing. Now, you know, with TikTok, you know, we have like this era of people saying, you know, like, Oh, I believe like people on TikTok, like that, you know, they're just TikTok artists. Mm. Like, what is your take on that? Because I really feel like TikTok is a great platform mm. and I feel like the thing that I love about TikTok and why I feel like every artist should be on there mm-hmm. is because every time you post on TikTok, you're you're going to be introduced to a new audience. Absolutely. Instagram, Twitter, any other platform, it's like people have to be "quote unquote" following you yeah, for the most exactly. part to see your stuff. Exactly. So I think TikTok is really good good in that sense.
1: I think TikTok is good, but I think TikTok artists do exist. Mm. So like, there are artists who like kind of can only exist in that space, right? Because when you take it off the platform, it doesn't do as well.
0: Mm, exactly. But then you have
1: examples like like Yeet was kind of started on tiktok mm-hmm. now he just had a number one record with drake, drake
0: right
1: um that's very true. even like Sofego, he's not like unfortunately he's not doing as well as he did but he was a tiktok artist mm-hmm. he has a music career there's tons of artists who started on tiktok and then transferred over and there's also artists who just stay on tiktok because that's their thing and that's the only way they know how to get it so mm-hmm. i think when it comes to that at least speaking on myself i didn't start this to be a tiktok artist
0: right exactly i
1: didn't even really know what tiktok was at first yeah um, and it just so happened to be that my song caught on there, mm-hmm. but like my music making process, TikTok is not the first thing. Right. My, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, like now my song plays on the radio every day. So I feel like I've kind of like taken it. How does it.
0: that feel? I oh, just,
1: it's crazy. Yeah, what it's was, like,
0: what, do you remember where you were the first time you mm-hmm. heard it on the radio? I remember
1: the exact story. Um, I actually was at a show, mm-hmm. like I used to play in a band. Mm-hmm. So I was at a show in my band and then B-Jags calls me. He's like, yo, send me the radio version right now. And I was like, what? I'm like, bro, I'm like, I'm not even, like, I'm, I'm outside at a festival. What are you talking about? He's like, yo, we need it right this second. So I called my engineer,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he was on the way to the show
0: mm-hmm. in an Uber. Oh, my goodness. He
1: made the radio edit on his laptop on the way to the show, oh and he God. sent it to Bjax, And that was the first time we got on the radio. Wow. Yeah, so a shout out, I, I want to shout out to Gay P from On The Radar. He was the first person to play me on 105.1. Oh, So shout out to Gabe. So I love you, Gabe. Yeah.
0: I love that. I love that platform. Gabe is super dope. So Yeah, shout I just
1: out to him. Uh, my on the radar just came out with him. And he's just a great dude. Like I yeah. chop now like I know him a little bit, so I chop it up and he's a cool dude.
0: Yeah, that's dope for sure. And yeah. I I've seen your your performance on there. It was amazing.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. I had a good time.
0: I'm really glad that, you know, you got to have that experience. Even yesterday when I was on my way home, like from my cause I have a job in television.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I was on my way home from work. And I heard on your song on the radio. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was all like, right, oh, right. mom, I'm interviewing this person tomorrow.
1: <laughs> wow. She, your mom heard it, too? Yeah. That's fine. She,
0: she was fucking with it. She was yeah, fucking she with, was with like, it. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now it's insane. Like, even to say, like, oh, yeah, like, my song plays on the radio. That's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, I know you mentioned that you started your music career, like, five years ago. hmm Thinking about, like, where you started and, like, where you are now, like, did you ever think, like, you would get here or, like, what advice would you maybe would give, like, your younger self?
1: Um, so I'm, I'm the type of person where I don't really believe in, like, mistakes or accidents. Like, I think everything happens for a reason and the timeline is supposed to. Right. Um. But with that being said, I think all any artist needs to know is that you need to, A, like, never stop. Just keep going. Mm. And then learn how to market yourself. Because mm. I think that was one of my biggest problems early on. I didn't know how to push my music or push myself. Mm. Um, and you also have to realize, like, on different platforms, you have to push yourself in different ways. So, marketing is kind of the most complicated part of the game. Right. Because making music should be the easy part for your artist. Like, to me, I can make yeah. a song at any time. But learning how to get that song to people, how to make them, like... Like, on social media, it's hard to get people to digest stuff, really. So mm. You have to learn how that works
0: got you um do you think as you become more like confident in your sound Mm -hmm. it becomes like easier to market yourself
1: i don't think i I honestly don't think marketing has to do with the quality of artists that you are Mm -hmm. because like there's amazing artists who don't really get a lot of listens because they don't know how to push it Mm. and like the same type of marketing doesn't work for everybody like i can't market myself like Ice spice Mm-hmm. Ice Spice can't market herself like Jay-Z. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So marketing yeah. is real complex and it's specific to the individual. There's like overlaps between everybody because we all make music, but it's kind of like...
0: It's not a one-size. Yeah, it's not a one-size. exactly side. what
1: I was going to say. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think marketing is really important and I think, you know, for a lot of new artists, it can be hard because you really have to be strategic um, and it's marketing is not just like...
1: Hey, guys, I'm dropping today. Nah, literally. (laughs) And that's what I used to do. Like, I would, like, I would throw up my video. I'd be like, yo, I just dropped this. And, like, the first day it goes crazy because you Mm -hmm. put out something fresh. Mm -hmm. But then what do you do two weeks from then? Three Mm -hmm. weeks, a month, a month and a half. Like, I honestly feel like the thing that I'm most proud of about myself with this song is that I never stopped pushing it. And I kept coming up with different ways to push it.
0: That's so important.
1: Even when people were hating, like, because the people who've been seeing it from day one, they were like, damn, he's still pushing this same old song. I was like, well, look where I'm at. And you know what right. I mean? Like, we started with. I was so happy when we had a hundred thousand plays on it, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's at like twenty-two million. And you know what I mean? And right. if I would have stopped at a hundred thousand, I would have never seen what I see today, or even knew it was possible to get to this point. So just never stop pushing your stuff. Keep pushing it and um and build community. I also tell that to younger artists. Mm. Like, make friends who also do the same thing.
0: That's dope for sure. And I love that you mentioned that you kept pushing it because something that's really important with like marketing and like content in general on social media to me is that just because it's old to you, it is not old. It It is is, new to a lot of people. The world is very, very big. There's 8
1: billion people in the world.
0: Like, so I'm a real big believer in like keep pushing and don't stop because. Even, like, I could get one view on the episode today. Tomorrow, I'm going to post the the next one, the next one, and the next one. And I also think, too, we kind of do get caught up as, like, creatives with, like, how many views we get sometimes and things of that nature. But it's, like, don't stop because the minute you stop, you'll never know, like... That that one song, that one video, could be your next big thing.
1: Literally. I literally, had a TikTok flop today, but it just is what it is. Like,
0: right? You just
1: keep pushing. You keep trying new things. um And like you said, there's so many people in the world. Even if you get a hundred million views, that's still just a fraction of how many people have a phone. You know what right. I mean? Right. Like,
0: there's so many people. Yeah. So I'm I'm really glad you shared that for sure. Now, I want to get into just your creative process.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you know, I always like to ask my artists, What is it like being in the studio with you? Some people mm-hmm. have told me they recorded in the dark. That's um,
1: interesting.
0: This other girl told me she needs a blanket. Some people well, like to drink. That fire, I don't know, everyone has their a own style. The
1: studio <laughs> sounds so fire. I would love it. I'm gonna start doing that. Honestly.
0: What is your process like? <laughs>
1: um, I mean my the my engineer and my producer are both like my best friends. Mm. So it's usually like till vibes. We usually just have my engineer's house. Um I like making the beat with my producer or like hearing it while he's there. Mm-hmm. So I can give notes or if like anything needs to be changed. Um but really I like to just like put on the headphones and vibe and then once I get a melody, that's when I'll start writing. Once I have like a flow kind of down, right, right, right. So I'll start writing to it because I feel like like the type of music I'm making now, like this vibey R and B, like the lyrics are super important, but the vibe is just as important. Mm-hmm. So I focus on that. Um, we might drink a little bit, like some beer or whatever. Um,
0: you're so you're so chill. Like your uh, whole vibe <laughs> is like I'm a
1: cancer. Yeah,
0: they say y'all be crying
1: a little bit. I'll be crying sometimes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I'm a SAG. Oh no my god, bro. My
1: entire family is Sages. My mother, stepfather, and uh, sister.
0: Oh my gosh, when are their birthdays?
1: Uh, My mom is November 24th. My stepfather is December 4th. And my mm-hmm. sister is December 17th.
0: Wow, I'm December
1: 10th. Okay, your birthday's coming up. Mm-hmm. SAG season is a scary season.
0: I mean, we get a lot of hate. We're fire signs. They say we're a lot, but you know.
1: It is what it is. Yeah, you guys get <laughs> spicy. That's the fire, though.
0: Yeah, but Cancers mm. are cool. I like Cancers.
1: Nah, Y'all I nice. like being a Cancer. Y'all
0: nice. Yeah. I could say that. Now, I want to get into, um, you know, you being an artist, like we talked about different layers to it. I always like to ask artists, do you have a team? If so, how was it formed? And, mm. you know, just how important
1: has that been for you? So, I definitely do have a team. hmm um, my team has taken on a bunch of different forms over, like, the past three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a team is su- super important. You need, like... You need the person who you could just call when, like, you're stressed out. Right. You need the person who you know you can rely on. Definitely. You need, like, the popular person who can, like, get you some motion. <laughs> you need the older person who can give you guidance. You need an organizational person. You need people who you could bounce ideas off of. And I think at this point, I do have, like, all... Mm-hmm. Almost all the pieces of my team that I need. That's great. And forming a team, I feel like the best way is organically. Mm-hmm. Like, my engineer, when I first met him, he was shooting a video for me. Now he's like my main recording engineer, you know? Mm-hmm. So like you just meet people, you talk to them, you find out what they do. You guys experiment with each other. You trust each other. And then relationships build.
0: I love that. And I love when things are organic because I feel like once you build an organic team, you know that they're really down for you, and they really have your back, yeah. and they really do want to see you win. So I think that's super duper important. And I feel like for artists, when they do have a team, mm-hmm. it really does allow for them to just focus more on their music.
1: If you don't have a team, you can't like you won't make it very far. At least not on a professional level. Without one, it's impossible. It's too much to do.
0: Mm-hmm. As an
1: artist, your main focus is to like make the music, and then like be a person with the people like be outside or, or however you are as an artist but you can't do that and handle all the production and handle all the business back end like it's just too much
0: yeah it, it can be a lot now speaking of team um teams i know we are in the era of you know independent labels signed so i have to ask you know for yourself what is your you know thoughts on you know just being independent labels things of that nature
1: so full disclosure i am signed i I signed uh at the end of july early august to Mm -hmm. warner entertainment um a joint venture with defiant which Mm -hmm. is kind of where a lot of the jersey club dudes are like mc Mm -hmm. vert is on my label uh batman real too rare i think nice um yeah so i'm signed there and i love defiant shout out to defiant (laughs) shout out to steve-o if you're watching this um so, I've always, it's always been my opinion that I always wanted to be signed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with it is to each their own. Right. Brent Fires is a huge artist. He's independent from what I know. Yeah. Um, Chance the Rapper always totes that he's independent. But I feel like with being signed, like I'm very business minded. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, the best business decision was to join with a company that had resources that they could provide me to right. continue my business. Right, you know what I mean? Right, of course. Um, and just read your contract. You know, like, to like, me, mm. like, I had a bunch of record deals on the table and I didn't sign until I got the one that made sense for me. Right. I feel like a lot of people, they hear a dollar amount and they sign the paper. Mm-hmm. And whether that be ignorance, or like whether that be pressure, because the labels are pushy and will pressure you. Yeah,
0: I've I've heard the craziest stories. Like literally, they'll they all come true at once, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, oh they said this, while I'm saying this, and,
1: and you, they'll talk shit uh-huh. about each other yep. and they'll they gossip. They like when before I had real management and when I was handling everything myself, I was getting phone calls at like twelve in the morning, like yo I need your this right now. Like it, it gets crazy. We're dealing with record labels. Um, and so I would say it to each their own. But if you are going to sign, read your contract, go with the place that feels comfortable. Make sure you meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, just be smart. And if you're going to be independent, just know that you got like a tougher road ahead of you than people who are signed.
0: Right, for sure. I love that though. It's really important to be smart, and I definitely can agree. And I definitely think it's important to meet. Everyone that's going to be working on your team, because those people in those in in that building is really the ones that's going to make or break your like your experience.
1: Yeah, and and in a sense, like they they work for you, mm-hmm. you know. So like, you a lot of artists I feel like don't know how to uphold like a certain level of professionalism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when you go to the label office, like yeah, like you could have fun and like you could be cool with them, but like it's a business relationship. Like, right, like, there's a certain level of professionalism. A certain level of trust a certain level of follow through like if you say you're gonna do something you gotta do it if they say yeah. they're gonna do something they should do it you know what i mean um so i think dealing with a label there's a certain level of like business etiquette that just, mm,
0: you know, for sure i definitely agree and i think that makes everything of course seamless for both
1: parties it's never seamless. There's always hiccups. Because, the layers, yeah, that's
0: just entertainment. That's just, how, yeah, that's just
1: how entertainment is. There's always some shit that's going to happen. But Shit
0: ain't never going to be... You sweet. can
1: make it easier <laughs> on yourself if you know how to conduct yourself around those right. types of people, you know? Exactly, for sure.
0: Now, we talked a little bit about, you know, you having, like, artist friends and building community mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I always like to ask my artists when they come here um, if you could collab with any artist, who would it be and why? Mm. Got you thinking.
1: Because yeah. any could mean that they're huge, too.
0: I see Drake for you.
1: I see it, too, but not right now. Mm. I need him in a different bag.
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Maybe like SZA. Jersey Yeah. yeah I'm just saying. SZA, please. I need you to come do a song. SZA, movie.
0: if you're seeing this,
1: I need you here. SZA. Let's yeah.
0: go. That would be fire.
1: Yeah, she's from Jersey. She has a great voice. She's a super talented artist. Sizzle would be fire. Yeah. Yeah. That would change my life too, so
0: Yeah. Okay. We're gonna manifest.
1: Manifesting. We hope this is there. Absolutely.
0: And now, my final question for you mm-hmm. if you could leave your supporters with like one thing to remember about you, what By would it me? be? What would it be and why?
1: Um. That I love them. Mm. I love my supporters. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people think I'm joke because like my whole thing now is like love, LUV, all this. But like I really do love my supporters. Like when people like, I actually do care, and I actually do read this stuff. Like, I remember when I first started going viral, mm-hmm. this kid was like, oh, like, Groovy, could you send me, um, like, your signature? I, like, wrote him out a whole letter. Like, I hand-wrote it. I mailed it to him from uh. my job when I was still working. Um, I, like, read everybody's DMs. And, like, now, like, there's so many that, like, I can't respond to all of them. But I literally do love, like, the people who love what I do. It means a lot to me. And um I just want them to know I appreciate them.
0: I love that. I feel like you have the perfect mindset and you just you you gonna go far okay <laughs> he love his fans
1: i really do love my fans
0: and <laughs> that that's amazing we need more artists like that okay so thank you for bringing the love to black talk
1: yes yes, yes. um
0: i just want to thank you so much and of course we're wishing you nothing but the best thank you so much and like let that. everybody know where they can find you
1: yeah you can find me at groovy.ju on instagram you can find me as groovy on tiktok Uh, My artist name is Groovy. I'm streaming everywhere. The Jersey Love Versions Pack just dropped. Please go listen to it. And just, I got a lot more to show you coming soon.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you, guys.